0: Here, I'm sure he's one of the anxious to get up here. This is Jason Brunt, and he's with.
1: this. I uh, never thought that I would be hosting a podcast. Sure as heck didn't think that I would be the founder of a straight prize uh, 501c3 organization. Uh, so I'll kind of give you a little history of myself. Uh, for a long period of time, my career was opening up restaurants and I I would travel all over the country, live in 16 different states, move 32 different times, and every six months I would open up a different establishment, move on to the next. Unfortunately, uh, I made some poor choices in women across those years, and uh, the mother of my children would be one of those poor choices. Unfortunately, she made some terrible decisions that led her down the avenue of drugs, and she was unable to care for my children. Uh, so I decided that it was time for me to step up to the plate and do so. Now, at this point in time, I couldn't even afford the shirt on my back. As you can imagine bouncing around state to state, different places. I wasn't exactly the richest person in the world. But I needed to get my kids out of a hostile environment. So what I did was I couldn't afford an attorney, so I went to the library. I started studying case law. I must have read thousands of different case laws from every single state, and most applicable in Tennessee, which was the state that I was battling this at. My wife and her current boyfriend at the time, who had the custody of the children uh, on the full-time schedule, they had two attorneys. I couldn't afford a lawyer, so I had to study. Bought the nicest suit with the last couple dollars that I had, and I walked into that courtroom. They even wanted me to go through the attorney section. I go right over here. I dressed to the nines and I held that part and I walked out of that courtroom with custody of both of my children. Education, knowledge, determination, and power can get you pretty much anything in the school. But here I am with my children. Well, I can't raise my kids bouncing to a different state every six months. They gotta have stability and security in schools. So I moved down here to Florida, where I've got some family to have some support.
2: Of course, into
1: another restaurant that was opening, but I decided to put myself through college. So I'm in my 30s going to college, diligently went, graduated with a 3.85 average while raising children and working 60 to 70 hours a week. (laughs) Kind of a pain in the rear end, but I got it done. I was able to take that degree, and use all of the training and development that I had out of the restaurants. Say so, yeah, And And I'm straight, I know that's <laughs> so. I was able to take all of that knowledge of degree, and all my experience in the restaurants of training and development, and it securing myself a job in which my degree was for human resources. I ended up elevating to where I was the senior director of human resources for about seven air conditioning companies, Uh, Grand Air down here, Haynes down in the Fort Myers area, Bullseye up in Sarasota, amongst some others from Virginia all the way down to here. Thought it was a great opportunity, was making great money, happy, stable. Then, my little boy came home one day and he was slumped up. This was back when Ron DeSantis signed in what is famously known as the Don't Say Gay Bill, which actually mentions nothing about being gay in there. Uh, otherwise known as the Parental Bill of Rights, House Bill 1559 with the expansion 1069. Well, everybody in the schools, which we'll talk about here in a little bit, the teachers, decided they wanted to wear rainbow colors to school the following couple of days in protest of Ron DeSantis' law. Well, during this time, I see my son walk through the living room and, you know, kids, he does one of these numbers. I'm like, oh boy, what's wrong, little man? And I had to pry it out of him, of course, and, and as you'll get to know me through watching me on podcasts or whatever, I'm not the type to be silent.
2: So I asked him, what's going on, little man?
1: And he tells me, well, Dad, you know, a couple of the people on the social media, this TikTok app, which it gives absolute blank, by the way, we're on this TikTok saying we're all going to wear the rainbow colors of school. So he says, well, I don't want to do that. And he invokes Jesus, right? It's like, I don't, I believe in Jesus. I don't want to wear that. I'm not going to contribute immediately in this group, which teachers were part of by the way, he gets called all the histophobics, right, homophobic,
0: bigot, yeah. you know, and then they start in him. And how old is he? Uh, at the time he was
1: 13. So I called the school, asked to speak with the administrators, and this is something I encounter all the time whenever I try to push back against the, uh, as Ken Lovejoy, a friend of mine, says, the Ku Klux Alphabet plan. I call the school, and well, oh, well, you know, completely passed and dismissed. You know, they don't want to agitate the protected class, correct? Well, first off, there should be no protected class in our school systems. It should be the class of 2023, the class of 2024, and so on, without judgment on skin color, creed, religious background, sexual orientation, or anything of that nature. It should be an equal environment for every single child. So I call and say, why are we giving preferential treatment to one group, allowing them to bully and harass our children just because they don't fit this stigma? Passed off. So decided what's the next level, bring it to the school board level. So I went to a school board. I'm not sure if you've seen the video, but thanks to uh, Jim Hoff from the Gateway Pundit, it went nationwide and garnered quite a lot of attention. Um, Shortly after going to the school board, within one hour on my way home, I decided to stop by my brother's house just to say hi, happened to be on the way. And he comes up, he's like, what the hell did you say over there? I'm starting to get phone calls. He got phone calls from his current employer because as you know, having a nonprofit um, listed on Subbiz, as is our addresses and names. So they started harassing my brother. I get a phone call from my other brother that's also one of the founding members. He's getting calls from his employer. Then we start getting calls on our personal phones, calling us racists, calling us bigots, homophobes, hate group, right? And I'm like, okay, well this should be interesting. So I go to work the next day. Completely separate my work and my hobbies. But I go there and I get talked to by the uh, purple-head liberal lady from Virginia, go figure, who came downstairs and said that because of my three-minute speech at the school board, I created a hostile work environment and I was immediately relieved of my duties. Not only that, I wasn't even allowed to get my stuff. I was told to get out of the building pretty much immediately and I can come back on Saturday as not to cause a disturbance in the work environment. Now what hateful things did I say at that school board you might ask? Well, I'll tell you. I asked for equality. True actual equality for every single child and here's the one they hate, including straight white kids. You have rainbow stickers adorning these classrooms and schools. Now. It goes under the guise of inclusivity. But if you want to break this down a little bit, in 1978, the rainbow flag was created by a gentleman named Gilbert Baker. It was originally an eight color flag, and two of those colors were removed. They claimed because of production issues, but realistically, because back in that time, those colors represented sex and magic, and it was considered controversial, so they removed that. Over many different interviews throughout the 80s and 90s, Gilbert Baker openly said that he chose that deliberate spectrum of colors in rebuttal to God's promise from the Christian Bible. It was a direct middle finger up to every single Christian that ever told them that they were sinners or that they lived a, a, a life full of sodomy or whatever that they didn't like. So it was a direct insult to Christians. And out of each one of those colors, not a single one of them represented heterosexuality. In fact, it was deliberately omitted. As we see that flag progress to where now we have what's called the progress flag, which maybe you've seen, and it's the rainbows with the triangle with an additional six colors. The additional colors added into that new flag now includes transgenderism and people of color. Again, no heterosexuality. One of the issues I also brought up at the school board was the missing gender guidelines that they had available in all 67 counties of Florida at the time, which by the way, this was after the Parental Bill of Rights was put into place, but they still kept the guidelines on all of their sites. In this five page document, both sides, thousands of words, there is trans woman, man that wants to be a woman, trans man, woman that wants to be a man, there's asexual, bisexual, transsexual, pansexual root, a litany of everything that you can be except man and woman, except straight. So I brought this up, said so can we have some recognition for people who hold traditional values, people that come from a faith-based background that do not want their children indoctrinated into this type of ideology. Now, is it right or wrong? That's for you yeah. to make your own decision, but is it for something my child to feel as if they're now obligated to be a part of? No. That's terrible. You cannot be straight in this alphabet agenda. You can only be an ally. And this is toxic, and it's creating an environment for our children where they think that the only way that they can be loved, accepted, recognized, and celebrated is to be part of one of this alphabet agenda. This is dangerous. And it reminds me of many different periods throughout our human history that we should learn from, but we're not learning from and let's go back to one of the more recent ones that a lot of us remember from accurate history and, and good documentation, and that's the Third Reich. Yeah. If you look back in 1922, when Adolf Hitler began his movement to try to nazify Germany, he started in the schools. That was the number one thing, and, and I will well I off of one thing that I have here, just because I haven't memorized the quote, probably because I really don't want to memorize much out of this quote. But out of Mein Kampf, from the words of Hitler himself, it is worth noting that the struggle for the culture was waged perhaps in its bitterest form around the school, because this was the nursery where the seeds had to be watered, which were to spring up and form future generations. The tactical objective of the fight was the winning over of the child, and it was to the child that the first rallying cry was addressed. Now, how did Adolf Hitler start doing this? (coughs) Well, it started very simply, with a flag in the classroom. Much like the rainbow flag you see in the classroom now, it came with an attachment, and that attachment was blind obedience to this. If you did not agree with the swastika flag that was in the classroom, teachers were sent to re-education over the summer. If they didn't abide to the new re-education, they were imprisoned, and in many times, they were sent to these extermination camps as well. I come from a German history. Two of my ancestors were actually in those camps. Were we Jewish? No, we were Germans, but we didn't toe the line. This was the objective. And they started with the children, just like they're doing now, making it accepted. Now here's a really weird chart comparison. Is in 1922 when this all started happening, the Hitler-Jugend, Hitler Youth, as it was known, actually at the very beginning it was called the Nazi Youth The transition to the Hitler Youth a few years later, so that's semantics, started with two percent. Now in y'all's generation and my growing up, this alphabet agenda group amounted organically to about 2%. Now, within just two and a half generations, from 1922 all the way up to the 1940s, which was a terrible, terrible, terrible time in our human history, it increased from 2% all the way up to 20%. And that was by indoctrinating through the school systems. Generation, uh, Generation Z and Generation Alpha, which is the new one, no, (laughs) I apologize, but we should just skip alpha and go right to generation beta because I have not seen many alpha coming out of the new generation, but they amount for 20%. You can see the historical patterns here. Now, am I saying that anybody who is of the LGBTQIA plus two squared community is akin to an SS soldier? Absolutely not. Couldn't be further from the truth, that's like comparing apples and oranges. But the indoctrination campaign that we have seen back in then was Stalin's Russia, Mao's China, and you can go all the way back to the beginning of time, follows the same exact patterns. Now when I speak to rooms like this, sometimes I'm in Tampa, I've been in Miami, Orlando, <coughs> there's a massive amount of folks, because they're irritated. It's a liberal city and they're seeing it happen and they're terrified and they're trying to fight and claw out of it. When I come down to places, like Charlotte, Lee County and some other, you know, maybe not so blue cities and counties, there's a lot less of a turnout. Um, Some of you have been to the school boards. Unfortunately, the last one I was speaking in Naples, so I was unable to attend, but the one prior to that, the um, Array and P flag, those are two groups that exist here in Charlotte County, had a massive amount of people that had showed up with their transgender flags, purple hair and so on. Ironically, a lot of these people do not even live in our county. They live in Pinellas County. In fact, one of the ones that trolled me down here to speak against me at the meetings is a lady named Beth Weinstein, and she's from Pinellas County, and runs a group called Indivisible Pro-Choice Pinellas. They have caravans that they will send all over the state of Florida to go to these school board meetings to try to push forth their agenda, one of which being the books don't think I need to clarify Everyone here is aware of what's in some of these books and literature that are going into our children's classrooms, correct? Then I, I will spare you the pornography uh, clarification, but it is absurd. But this is what they're pushing for. The problem is, is we live in complicity here in Charlotte County and many other red counties in a red state because you think, well, we've got a good governor. We've got a good county. I don't have to worry about it. But I hate to tell you, and I'm not making this up just to sound I- I- extreme, it is happening more in this county than any other counties around that you think are blue. And the reason why is because your administrators. Kim Amantri is a joke. Kara no, Reynolds is a joke. And our superintendent, Mark Vianello, is spying us. In one of the meetings with Kim Amantri, she said that he was getting inundated with emails and they had a kind of coddle him and say, you know, don't feel so bad, you're doing good, you're gonna get this. If you don't have the spine to handle some harshly worded emails, you should not be representing our children through a school system in such a heated and polarized time in our schools and in our state of the nation. Right. We need to get these people out of school. Another thing is you need to start speaking out. And I understand some of us might not have children in the school districts. But if you're paying property taxes here, you're paying for it. So would you feel satisfied if this was 1925 Germany, and you were paying into the Nazi regime? No. You would be irritated and you would probably do like what my family did, just do everything you can to get the hell out of there. Now is that time, and I hate to use those comparisons because of how extreme it sounds, but ladies and gentlemen, is that extreme, and it is happening in lightning speed and the way that they're doing it is with this rainbow agenda. It is getting in there because it instills the well, I have a friend, I have a family member that's like this, so I don't want to speak out again. What you do on your personal time is what you do on your personal time. Nobody gives a rat's ass about that. That's what America was founded on and based on. But do not put it as a condition for our children, which is if you want love and acceptance, you must do this. That is your fucking papers. We don't need that. This is twenty. 24, America, we have grown, we're better than that. We were founded off of 3% of people that did not want to tolerate tyranny. Thomas Jefferson said my favorite quote, when tyranny becomes law, rebellion becomes duty. We are now bound by duty to do more than just keyboard warrior at this point. In 1776, when British were taken over It wasn't done by a bunch of patriots who hung some memes on their window or did a thumbs up when they heard something that they liked. It was brave men and women that marched through snow, got gangrene on their feet for the opportunity to load one musket ball and take one shot to defend their freedoms, their freedoms of speech, their freedoms to raise their family how they wanted to raise them, their freedom to be able to have a job that was not dictated by the government, And now, we're so afraid as a society as a whole to lose our dopamine hits. We might lose some friends on Facebook. Facebook might put me in Facebook jail or ban me.
2: Oh, oh, I can't get out now.
1: It is time that we rise. I've interviewed on our podcast several patriots from other countries. Jaime Ariano is uh, a political (coughs) prisoner from Nicaragua. He ran the number one news station. He was a political commentator and he was 1.7 million viewers now out of the population of Nicaragua. Well, that's the that's, that's majority of the country that, that listened to him. Well, he spoke out against the Ortega regime. They imprisoned him and he was exiled over here. Uh, Rico Benitez, another gentleman that I spoke to that comes from a country that was not so pleasant and polite that came over here. These two people are some of the most powerful speakers and activated people that I have ever met. And that, although it is inspirational for me to see humans do that, is a huge disappointment as an American, as a veteran, and as a patriot. Where are we? Why aren't we doing this? Why are we importing patriots from other countries to defend our values and traditions? We need to. Well, you know, everyone, you know, everyone.
0: You're
1: totally Well, it is brainwashed. It's, it's cognitive dissonance. It's blissful ignorance. People do not want to realize the trajectory that we are on. But right now, the ship has listed so far, it is almost past the point of no return. And if we don't start gearing all of our weight to the right, pun intended, yeah. we're going to lose this battle. <coughs> Pretext. I'm not a Republican. I'm independent. I was a Democrat my entire life. (laughs) You know why? Put it blankly, I was an idiot. (laughs) 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 I read everything. (laughs) Headlines. (laughs) (laughs) But I read the headlines. I do what most children and and people in today's society do now is they read a quick little social media thing. You know, it's really weird. There was a study that was conducted by the University of Kentucky, Kentucky just a few months ago piggybacking off of a study that was done by MIT about the human attention span. And it says that Gen Z, Gen Alpha's new attention span now is at <laughs> 9.8 seconds. That's it is considering goldfish are 10 seconds. Wow. <laughs> Our new generation now has a less attention span than an actual goldfish, which is why things like TikTok are popular with 15 and a 15 to 30 second view scan. I mean, when we started doing a TikTok thing for our podcast, you know, we are putting out long forms, not getting any views, and the feedback we got was, keep it under 15 seconds because that's the, the amount of view, that's the viewing time that the new generation is doing. How are you going to convey any useful information to anyone with a 15-second window? You can't. But this is all by design to channel into our children. So tonight, as was mentioned earlier, is the Charlotte County School Board, Now this is important if you guys can join me there. I will be there this evening. I want anyone that can make some time to please come down. They are weak and they are afraid. Let me rewind back to the array and P flag. Array, all allied rainbow youth. Uh, they used to visit a church and indoctrinate children out of the church until a bunch of people had an issue with it, us included, started making a noise, now they no longer go to that church, although apparently there's still a couple of other religious institutions around here that they are visiting, they just don't publicize it because people like me and you would probably have an issue with that. Here's the other one: PFLAG. It's a new one. And they've joined together with already. Keep in mind, these are two nonprofits that are heavily funded and financed right here in Charlotte County going after our children. There's only one. Nonprofit 501 c 3 in the entire United States against all 10,000 plus that goes against that, and that is Florida Straits. We have some pretty decent numbers, but I want more. I don't want your money. I don't care. If you want to help donate, that's great. Go to the website FloridaStraits.com. You can donate. That's great. Not a dollar goes to anybody's pocket. It all goes to the boss. What I want is I want your boots on the ground. I want your action. I want you at the school board. I want emails to these people. We need to start saving our community here locally. Mike Flynn says it best, local action yields national results. It is time that we dig our business <coughs> the ground. What time is that meeting? What time is the meeting? I suggest to be there at five, usually it kicks off at 5.30, but get there at five, if you would like to speak, that we can give your name on the card. It's on
0: Murdoch. It's,
1: it's 1445 Education Way on Murdoch. Yep. Yeah. yes sir.
2: I suggest when you go to the, any meeting where you're going to speak, you must read off a script. Because once you, if you, you don't have your thoughts in a row, you're going to start to wander and you're going to sound like a dummy. All right? Well, this, this is what I'm asking
1: for, and I would know, like you all to help me with, is, and it might seem seemingly innocuous, but it's not the rainbow stickers, they have to go. We cannot create a safe space only for a select group of children. My child and my children and many of the children that I've spoken with do not feel safe in that type of a space. When they go to speak with a guidance counselor because they need therapy or counseling and the sticker on the door says, I don't agree with anything your parents have taught you. I don't agree with anything that's in the Bible. I don't agree with anything that you were raised by. How do you think our children might not be part of the LGBTQ agenda. How do you think that they feel when this is done? Uh, in Charlotte High School, <laughs> Leonardo Trent, uh, yeah, a like gentleman Leonardo, I'm sure yeah. you guys have met, came on our podcast, let us know, has forwarded me several different messages from text messaging from communications that he has had with several different people. Here's an interesting story. So right after the parental bill of rights was put into effect, his uh, our teacher, history, sorry, it was a history teacher, had to take the... Uh, front flags out out of the classroom. So the very next thing that this teacher, Charlotte County, right here, decided to do, was, okay kids, today, for a project, we're all gonna draw our favorite flags. Guess what two flags she chose to display as students work, which is the back door around the parental bill of rights. The same flag she took down the day before. But when you have a problem with it, and nothing gets done about it, liberties go further. So now in Port Charlotte Middle School, where my son goes to, there's two teachers that have the pride flags back up in their classroom right up on the board. As a direct, as the flag was created in the beginning, a direct F-U to parents, Christians, and everyone else. Our mission as Florida Straits, what we've been petitioning for, we've spoken with Commissioner Diaz about, we've spoken to Spilus Vianello, and we've also mentioned it to Kim Amantri and Carol Reynolds in person, that just gets smushed off. These things got to they got to get out of the classrooms. Now, you want a safe space? Sure, how about a neutral zone? Just like a bar, no politics, no baggage, leave it all at the door, worry about the student, yeah. worry about their grades, worry about meritocracy, period. And, and that's, that's what we need is a neutral zone. Charlotte County, we can do it here and we have a better leg up than anything because we did stop the flow of the books. We made national news because we were the first and only county in Florida that stopped. We and now. Shouldn't we ban everything that referenced it? That's up to you to decide whether that was a good or a bad idea. But I will tell you this, when the flood's coming, you gotta put the dam up first before you can control the flow. And that's what we did here. So we've got a little bit of. You said I can, not offend people. We got some balls here. So it's time that we swing.
2: Up. It's time that we swing. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, Leonardo showed me uh, uh, something on his phone that said "safe space" with the state of Florida on it. Now I have been told that the students in Charlotte County do not have to worry about feeling unsafe. Unless, you're great. Unless you are If you put right. the, if you say that you have a space that is a safe space, it means everything outside that has to be unsafe. Right. Just by, just by uh,
0: no. mathematics. Oh, and look, again,
2: 15 to 20 years ago,
1: if you said that this group was chastised and marginalized, you'd probably be accurate. I remember some of the movies growing up, Stand By Me, some of the language and stuff that was in the, the. I get it, but it has not been that way for a long time. In my child's recent history, they didn't grow up in that world. They never saw the hate that was from one way to the next. They've lived in a society of acceptance. Have you ever opened your eyes in the month of June? <laughs> Everyone is accepted in that month of June uh, from that community. There is no straight bride club. There's two gay bride clubs in Charlotte High. No straight bride club.
2: You have one. Everything day. is
1: celebrated, but if you say that you're of traditional value, you're shut down, you're silenced, and you're shamed. So, yes, Miss Um, Leonardo spoke at the
0: school board one not too long ago, and he said. You know, if you think that this group, meaning the, whatever you call it, the purple people, uh, if you think that they're uh, being discriminated against and being offended, he says, it's completely wrong. He goes, I'm a student there. He goes, I know. He goes, I get offended. I'm the one that's offended. I'm a Christian. like calling attention to themselves. It's, a, it's a 100% true. It when it true. comes to like the transgenderism, so back to the P flag. So Ray's pushing the, the, yeah.
1: the whole alphabet. Mm-hmm. Its P flag is right off of their website. And if I wasn't filming on my phone, I'd read it to you. But you go right on their website. That their mission is to encourage transgenderism right. amongst our children. Yeah. This is dangerous. Yeah. Now, whether you are or are not as an adult, that's for you to do. I mean, yeah. you chop your leg off and call yourself Skippy all day long. But I do a rat's ass. When you start bringing it around the children, it's dangerous. It's, it's mutilation. It's chemical castration. The same drug that they're giving these kids are the same drugs that they use to, to, uh, to sterilize prisoners. And these are not safe products. And many, 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 many times, these children grow up and regret those decisions. And now they're stuck with lifetimes worth of Hates and, and problems and, and sexual uselessness. It, it, it's it's dangerous and it's not healthy. It, it, and I'm sorry if you're offended by what I'm about to say, but tough shit. It is mental illness. <laughs> right? When I was a child, I wanted to be Superman. My parents didn't get a ladder, throw it on the side of the house, bring me to the top of the roof, and say, "Give it a shot, buddy. we front for you." Not they didn't love me, but because they understood I didn't have a full grasp on reality. Same thing applies across the board with our children. And the school is not a parent. We are parents. It is our responsibility to raise our children the way that we see fit. The Government is not a parent. Nine famous words I wrote Wade. He's, I think, two heads of the same snake, right? But I am from the <laughs> government, and I'm here to help. Ronald Reagan said that, and it couldn't have been more true. This campaign is everywhere, and if we stop it here in Charlotte County, we go, and we demand from Vianella and, and Fake Montre and Carol Reynolds, who is completely
0: twit, <laughs> we demand that this gets taken out of our schools. It is the perfect
1: way to fight this, is to demand equal rights. I am a double-edged sword. The reason why we exist is out of necessity. You want your clubs, you want your pride, where's ours? You want equality, I'll give you the quality, I want a straight club, I want straight pride stickers, I want straight recognition. Hey, we all know that's not gonna happen. Of course not. But what's gonna happen is we're calling them out on the and we're going to hold them to a legal standard. I've got lawyers that are willing to fight. If we get a good enough case on it, this is something that we can and will win if we do the correct way. And the way to do it, Trojan enforcing it, is straight pride, right? Oh, no. They're not going to want that, are they? Hell no, they're not going to want that. Get your crap out, and I won't ask for my crap in. Let's create an actual inclusive environment. here. Period. I don't know my time is right now, but uh questions, I'll be reading through, feel free, and then I'll let you a little bit about how you can follow us and help us out. Again, I don't want to get rich. I don't want any money. I don't make a penny off of this. In fact, I lost a $120,000 year job. <laughs> so, I, I am taking the hit, but I want boots on the ground. I want your emails. I want you to share our videos, and if we interview folks, share that, because we are blocked on pretty much everything As you can imagine I'm not going and any traction we get is quickly forwarded. you can't find me by search you have to go directly to it so. but so. there's
2: a thing called critical mass and it's not about numbers it's about people saying things at a certain level that will be repeated the government likes to use numbers in, in the gay world of the kids today say they think they're gay. It's not 46%. It's not anywhere near that. But they want you to believe that. By saying that, it gives credibility to what it is that they do. So just today, for example, we were discussing uh, Michelle Obama Mm -hmm. was in England and she did an interview podcaster, who who, uh, is an Indian guy, and it's all about mental disorders. That's what his podcast is, you know, psychological problems. So she goes up there, and she says she's constantly frightened. All right, We have to preserve our democracy, because government gives us everything we need. Right? You understand that? So now, About the overton window. The stupid Republicans, I was watching uh, uh, Newsmax this morning, picked up on it, all right, and spent 20 minutes jerking around with this stuff, all right. But more than that, it's uh, Fox News has a big article on it. So here's, here's this woman, and they're wondering why did she go to England? The hell with why she went there is what she said is important, right? Most people just cannot
1: fathom where it's going with this. Where do you want to go with this crap you're telling what's, what's the final thing? final thing is we stop it. We stop it in its tracks and we do not accept an overhands and we do not have to bring up the numbers and they do, they cherry pick numbers a lot, but use some interesting statistics out of the 20 to 30% of Gen Z alpha that identify into the LGBTQIA plus group as of now. of them, and this was a study actually done from the HRC, so you can find it on the HRC's website, which is a very liberal uh, pro-LGBT group, 60% of those people out of that 20 identify as bisexual. Out of that percentage of bisexual, uh, over 70% of that 60% now say that they've never actually had any romantic relationships or physical relationships with somebody of the other sex, so basically, using logic and reasoning. They're just saying it to get the pass. Yes. They're just saying it so they don't get harassed. This is a scary thing. Are you part of the Nazis? Yeah, yeah I guess so. And that's what happened. And we went from 2% to where in 1945, there was 98% of the approval rating of the Nazi regime. We are on that trajectory. We stop it now, and we are Americans. We are the ones that defeated tyranny. If we don't, we're going into the fourth right and it is a terrifying thing and it is happening with our kids and it is happening with these rainbows so please help me get them out call businesses Uh, Winn dixie right down the road i don't know if you guys remember in june the first three days of june they had trans flags all over the store Mm -hmm. on the fourth day they were removed why because i didn't let it go i stood out and made a big deal and talked to every person that was walking into the Winn dixie and guess what the manager came out to blow the flags down The wrong Kings Highway had a big display right in front of the children's section. He threw a fit they moved it, unfortunately not out of the store, but away from the children's section. I will say that the trans pride flag that was on the register at the computer section, I took the liberty to throw it away myself. This is what you do. If you see it, say something about it, get irritated about it. You are justified. You are parents. You are property taxpayers. You have every right to say no. Enough's enough, Debbie. I just want to say
0: that the general consensus, I think, of the clubs that I've been to, and the people that I've associated with in the clubs and the all oh, the Republican Party, they all play. They all think that the school board is pretty good. They think that uh, the superintendent is really good. Yeah, I, I That'll be yet that to be
1: determined, be determined, but I can tell you, the guy's afraid of being yelled at. <laughs> so, I and mean, obviously, and, I mean, I think there's a, politician.
0: a cuck. I think it's an
1: appropriate term, but he is a cuck.
0: Because we, you know, they had that, when they were looking for the superintendent and they were asking, and they, you know, it was a big fan member, we got to come to the, um, and meet them, and decide, and then we all got to, like, do a secret thing, like, who we thought would be the better of the four, now, everybody liked him. I know I, I liked him by the way. He made a great government.
1: move when he came in by putting the stopgap on all the books, but from my conversations with Kara and Kim, he's very susceptible to having his feelings hurt by nasty-worded emails and groups of people yelling at him from, from the room. Well, so, you just have again. to do it. I mean, you could sit there and say that all day long, but you are get in his
0: face. That's what and we And we do. we do have a meeting coming up with him, and we are getting in his face. And we... <clears throat> Um, but there's people in this room who've been to the meetings every single week and month. And there, I don't know if you remember when the teacher brought the gay children in and it was in the newspaper. That's in the red group. Mm-hmm. And she was removed from the school. So, I mean, we just have to be fighting. Yeah. We can't, you know. We Not let up. Not at all. Can't. Again, the flags are already starting to come mm-hmm. back in the classrooms because nobody's saying anything to teachers and about it. So I thought it was illegal. Um, it is. As so. The road teachers—they do whatever they want.
1: In fact, on Array's and P Flags website, uh, HRC's website, and then. Um High Tops is what the, the company is called out of New Jersey, they're uh, based out of New Jersey but they influence uh, DEI training throughout all the school districts and they have a roadmap on their website on how to avoid the parental bill of rights on things you can do in your classroom that don't violate the law but can still promote a pride, uh, being like having photos with uh, frames that are rainbow frames. And that way, it can encourage questioning of the, of the youth on our podcast. We highlight teachers all the time that are telling you exactly what they're doing and how they're doing it. And open it up the book for five minutes and scroll through it. You'll see those very videos. It's, it's, it's like, it's like this uh, is what, was, what the was the rule well. that was passed that that's not even mm-hmm. uh, being applied here in the state of Florida? I was just reading about this. I'm sorry, I'm going off the cuff here. But, um, uh, so
2: no, I'm not going to get it into that, but many rules are put
1: on the books just to appease the masses, and then those rules are never actually don't leave anything enforced, and they're not enforced. And this one is, it's in that trying area because as we think we've won and we take the step back, they've got an army. One thing that the left is really good at doing is, is
0: organizing and abandoning all of their morals, all of their values,
1: everything just for the hurt mentality. And we need to kind of congeal in a similar way. I'm not saying to abandon your morals and everything else, but join with similar forces. Come together. Uh, Being a nonprofit, I've associated with a lot of other nonprofits that are on the conservative side of the fence, and not many want to help. Moms for Liberty is a big one. Seems like they're making a big progress, but they're cloud chasers they're all about money
0: Thank they God. don't want to
1: help anyone to else out they want money. theirs they want their
0: recognition you should go we're speak for moms of america moms for america
1: i, I, I would love to i, well, I want to get, get this work. word out as much as we can i need people at the school boards i need people writing emails i need people writing your, your education department we need to stop this we need to stop it now or say goodbye because this generation is going to get raised and then they're going to have a whole new slew of problems with their kids and it's going to be so far listed we're never going to get back so that's, I think, my time. So, thank you. Uh, thank you. I Thanks, if you want to learn how to get in touch with us, follow us on social media. Uh, we took a break for the
0: Christmas holiday on our podcast, but we will be uh, re- redoing the podcast uh, starting next week. It will be coming out again for a whole new season.